Hey, welcome to another episode of the Turtle War Podcast. Uh, my name is G, and I'm joined always uh, by my friend and co-host Andy. Hey, how's it going, people? Andy, what we got going on this week? Oh, this week, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on overall, but for this week of the podcast episode, mm-hmm. like my thoughts, uh, I've been thinking a lot about urban legends. Okay. Uh, like, you know, not just for this past week, just in general. Yeah. But like, the, I figured this would be a good time to bring that topic to our listeners. Um, I think that makes sense. Yeah, so like I actually go out of my way for these sometimes because like there's um you know it, it incorporates a lot of stuff. There's like ghost stories, like a ghost story is an urban legend kind of like if it depending on where it came from. Like I mean there's some ghost stories that are probably really old that people came up with purely just to tell a ghost story like around the campfire or something. Right. But then there's these stories that your friends tell you where they're like yo I saw a ghost or something. <laughs> <laughs> and like, if it catches on, that could end up being an urban legend. Like, yo, I saw a ghost in and of itself. Yo, it's not ur- <laughs> in and of itself. That's not an urban legend because that's not going to get passed on. Like, yo, this dude saw a ghost. Like, that's not going to. You have to embellish it some. Like, you're not going to pass it on. Like five, like five yeah. years later, some dude is like telling some other dude, yo, this guy saw a ghost this one time. <laughs> like that, I heard about it from a friend who heard it from someone else. Like, it's got to be more. There's yeah. more to him than that's that. the whole story. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like, when it gets embellished enough to have some uniqueness, then like yo, I saw a ghost turns into an urban legend. For example, if instead of saying that, mm-hmm. someone is like. You know, I saw, like, okay, I'll give you a specific example. Like, I had a friend growing up, um, my friend Chris, like, when, when I used to live in Norfolk, um, he used to tell the craziest stories. Like, he mm-hmm. told some freaking sweet stories. Um, this one time he told a story about how uh, he knew a guy who, like, went to spend the night at his friend's house. This is when we were, like, 9, 10 years old. And it is he was chilling at his friend's house. They were sleeping in his friend's bedroom. And, uh, like, they had this, this, you know, double bed or whatever, and one of the kids was laying on this bed, and he heard this sound, like, scratching, like, something scratching on the side of the mattress. Like, just someone running their fingernails, like, where you hear that scratching sound, like, running their fingernails down the side of the mattress. But And he was like, okay, well, that's weird. Maybe it's a rat or something or a mouse. Like, maybe this people, this person's got mice in their house. <laughs> but then it went all the way down or the, along the top of the mattress, past his head, down the other side of the mattress, past his feet, and then back up the mattress. Like, they did a full circum all the way around the entire mattress and kept doing that faster. Like, so wait, is he telling you a ghost story? This is a story my friend told me that he was convinced. Was, like, he, he wasn't telling it as a story. Like, let me tell you this scary story. He was telling it like it happened to someone he knew. Some, okay. So that's where it becomes an urban legend when it's not just like, let me tell you all this spooky ghost story. It's right. like, let me tell you this real thing that happened. Right. Whether or not it's true, that like is scary. I mean, at the time, it scared the crap out of me. I was like, dude, that's like freaking scary as crap. Yeah. Um, and and yet that's how they start. And then someone thinks it's interesting enough or scary enough that then they tell it to somebody. So what are some examples of actual urban legends that, you know, that everyone would know? Like, I know the uh, boyfriend and girlfriend that are making out in the car and then, like, the boyfriend gets out and some of them with the guy with the hook hand. Oh, yeah, the you hook know, hand. That's like yeah, that's the, that, that might be the, yeah, that might be the, one of the best known ones. Yeah, the hook hand dude. Like, they've made movies and stuff, I guess, loosely based on that, or yeah. at least with that as, like, a something of a, a element of it. So that would be an urban legend. Would something yeah. like... Uh, myth like um, 
Bigfoot, would he be considered uh, an um, urban legend? I guess there's like a gray area where like it could be like a like a cryptid. I think Bigfoot is considered a cryptid. That's mm-hmm. like an animal that uh, people that some people swear up and down that they exist, but there's no like real scientific proof like the Loch Ness Monster and stuff. That could be like a subcategory of urban legend. Mm-hmm. Like if it's it's kind of the I guess what makes it an urban legend is kind of the way it spreads just through word of mouth. Okay. Like in a community or something. And then re- more recently they spread online, but it's still word of mouth. It's someone telling someone else online or making a post about it or something. So I, actually I think that's part of why I'm, you know, figured it'd be good to do this now is like, um, I think urban legends have actually become they like, they get kind of on steroids when the, the internet comes into it, which is the recent thing to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this newfangled contraption called the internet. the internet. Yeah. This, that's what makes this relevant to today's <laughs> world where we now have internet. Like we didn't back when, like probably a lot of the people who don't even remember when we didn't, but, um, but yeah, so that's what makes it relevant now is it like that actually helps these things spread and stuff. Yeah. So, um, like I think the Chupacabra, for example, like that's the urban legend that like kind of it was one of the first real things that the 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 internet contributed to it spreading like in the late nineties mm-hmm. like you know it might have just died out like if some dude like in uh, California or Arizona or whatever was like I saw a chupacabra maybe everyone else would be like what was that even what does even that even mean right like but then they spread they put, made a post about it online next thing you know everyone knows about it um, some examples of that is like have you heard of the Bunny Man Bridge I have not. Like, so um, it's actually in Northern Virginia. Like, we live in Virginia, by the way, to those who don't know. And, um, like, so I think I just read, like, I've, my, my daughter um, is very into urban legends. And she'll look up with this stuff online. Like, she's got an encyclopedic knowledge of them almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were on the way to Northern Virginia to actually to D.C. to visit my brother. And um, she was like, hey, you know what? The Bunny Man Bridge is not far off this, like, this road, this route that we're taking. Right. And I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. So apparently, like, um, in the 70s, this dude, like, this is the urban legends. I don't, I'm not, like, say, saying this like it's true. I mean, maybe it is. Actually, probably is. Yeah, for all y'all out there listening, this is true facts. <laughs> um, there was this guy in the 70s. Well, not this guy. There was a bus in the 70s. It was taking mental patients from, like, one mental hospital to another, or I guess transferring them somehow from, like, a facility to another. Mm-hmm. And it overturned and crashed uh, near this bridge. Like, this, it's actually a railroad bridge. And this guy escaped, like this one dude escaped. And then, um, you know, days or weeks or months later, people started turning up dead. Like people would go driving by this bridge or whatever. And then like next thing you know, they would be dead. And like, I think they would be like hung up from trees and skinned or something. And it was all like, you know, pretty, pretty gruesome. And then these reports started popping up of this dude in a bunny costume with a hatchet who was hanging around this bridge that they, they somehow made the connection that this was the dude that escaped because it happened around the same time. I don't think they ever explained where he got the bunny costume, but apparently this guy had was already like, that's why he was in the mental hospital because he murdered someone and they, they put two and two together and figured out it was the same person. Okay. And there was like, I think you, I think if you look online, like you can find actual police reports from this time period where like you might find that there was people like chilling in a car and they saw like this dude in a bunny costume with a hatchet coming up to the car and like that actually made it so there's like there seems to be an element of truth to this and this is what it makes a lot of these stories interesting is like it's not in a lot of cases they're not just pure fiction it's like a lot of times they start with someone who did see something or think they saw something and they told that to a friend like dude like i saw this crazy thing that would be creepy yeah so that's how a lot of this stuff starts I think that's what makes it more interesting to me than like just pure fiction, like just reading a book. Yeah, is like man, there's like wait, so there's like an element, a grain of truth to this. Maybe. Yeah, anytime that says based on a true story, it always yeah. makes it better. Well, 
So what I was thinking. Well, so wait, you guys mm-hmm. stopped by the Bunny Man oh, yeah, Bridge? We, yeah, we stopped by the Bunny Man Bridge. Did you see him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did he kill you? <laughs> he almost did. Oh, it's like I had to dodge. I was like, <laughs> like, yeah, dodge the hatchet. He like, he swung the hatchet toward me. And I was like, not today, Bunny Man, mm-hmm. like dodge the hatchet. And that was like. I didn't even mention that till just now. Like, really, if that had, like, that's how, that's how y'all know, everyone listening knows that that didn't really happen. Cause if I seriously went to the bunny, like, I did go to that part of the Like, we did stop by the bunny man bridge and we took pictures and stuff. But if we stopped by the bunny man bridge and then the bunny man came after us with a hatchet and I dodged the hatchet from him. He's been uh, there since the seventies killing people. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh man! He's like, oh, come here! I'm like, what? I can see you got a hatchet. He's like, no, I won't. I'm not gonna hatchet you. Like, I need a care. And I'm, and I'm like, well, number one. So this is the scenario we're talking about right now. Like, we go to the Bunny Man Bridge Mm -hmm. to investigate this urban legend from the 70s with a bunny man who's apparently a murderer in a bunny costume with a hatchet. We see this old man. In a bunny costume with a hatchet. And he's like, come here, Tony. Like, the last thing I'm going to do, like, I mean, clearly that's the dude. Like, you know, I'm not going to be like, okay, he's probably not the guy who killed right. people with a hatchet. He's yeah. like, just some other guy with a hatchet. not going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, you know what? I bet you're okay. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you're clearly just a normal dude. You're not the real bunny man. He's all covered in blood. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to kill you. Got like a, someone's head in his hand. Yeah, see, I, um, at that point, I would be convinced that this is the real Bunny Man. I mean, even before that point, he wouldn't even need to have the head in his hand or anything. If that scenario happened and you did run into the actual Bunny Man uh-huh. and you did have, like, covered in blood and all that stuff, and he came up to you and he was like, I'm going to murder you good. Um, <laughs> do you think that you <laughs> would have the uh, the verbal skills and the psychological skills or whatever mm-hmm. to um, talk him down from his murder high and like convince him that he doesn't need to kill people anymore yeah, convince him to get a job and stuff yeah. <laughs> convince him to contribute <laughs> to society <laughs> mcdonald's is hiring <laughs> yeah you can put me on your resume put me as a reference he's like mcdonald's start sharpening his hatchet you're like bro <laughs> the new minimum wage is like 17 dollars an hour and he's like what are you saying <laughs> i'm like yeah you could like you could probably buy all kinds of hatchets with that and bunny suits with that money yeah, and you could probably like you could even probably buy one of these houses like right next to the bridge. Yeah, because there's like some houses there like they would be super weird like to because they must know like it, like literally because we did go to the Bunny Man Bridge as like a little stop on the way to DC mm-hmm. and nearby there's houses like not right next not literally like right next to it but you can see houses from the bridge. Right, there's no way they don't know that's the Bunny Man Bridge, dude. You know what you should have done. Like, wait until it got a little dark and then, like, dress up like the bunny man. And, like, run around <laughs> so much. Like, they're like, weird. like, if I like look in their window, like, I'm like the closest house. Yeah. I'm like, later, like, like, they're like, they yeah, probably like, stand would. outside their window and, like, wait till they're eating dinner or something. And then just, like, kind of tap on the with a hatchet and just wave them look at and just be like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably, all I would see is them rolling their eyes. They're like, oh my gosh. They wouldn't even care. Yeah, they'd be like, man, dude, like, we live next to the Bunny Man Bridge. Like, do you think that people don't constantly come by here, like, pretending they're the Bunny Man? You but know, then, like, what if it was the real Bunny of, Man that happened? I kind of thought that people didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. Um, but let's say it does, and then they're like, man, we're over it. We're so over it. But then the real Bunny Man shows up. And it, but it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. Like by that time, they're yeah. so tired of the bunny man legend and stuff. They're like, man, this isn't real. But then the real dude, he's like oh, super old though, and they see him like cr- coming through the front yard with a hatchet, like slowly coming toward the house. Yeah. So then he gets, was on their porch. <laughs> hey, old bunny man, get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Like, what? <laughs> You're the real bunny man, aren't you? <laughs> so do you think that if you had done that and you tried to, like, you tapped on the window and you tried to uh-huh. scare someone, do you think that if their reaction was so, like, just, like, dismissive to you and everything, mm-hmm. do you think that there's any chance that... You, like you know, like your brain would have snapped, and you'd be like, eh, "Like, so you just got so upset." Like, because, you like just became a funny man. <laughs> I mean, it's a possibility, but like, <laughs> what's even more likely though uh-huh. is like I come to the window and I'm tapping with the hatchet. Hold <laughs> your daughter, wait right here. <laughs> Hold on a second, why? Stay in the car. <laughs> on well, like, what? Like, where did I get that? I had this all time. I'm like, sure, we can stop by the Bunny Man Bridge and like, let me, before we even make the trip, let me stop yeah. by like in the party city and get a bunny costume. Well, no, like you had it and you kind of forgot. And she's like, hey, can we stop by the Bunny Man Bridge? And you're like, yeah. And you're like, oh, yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> That's what I should have done, actually. I now that I think about it. Like, I wasted a perfect opportunity. I should have got a bunny costume yeah. and a hatchet. But like, what? let's say I go to the window right. with a bunny costume and a hatchet. And thinking they're going to be all terrified of me, and like I tap on the window, and then they see me, and like their eyes get big, and they point like to something behind me, mm. and then I look back, and it's the real bunny man. But then, like I point to something behind him, and it's the real, real bunny man. <laughs> or you're just uh, I get behind him real quick. You're like you're tapping on the window, and it's just like you know you see some dude eating dinner, and you're like, oh man, this old guy's going to get. And like you tap on the window, and he turns around, he's the bunny man. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> he's got a bunny costume yeah. on. <laughs> He lives right next to the bridge in the house. Yeah, <laughs> just eats dinner with somewhere. a bunny. Eats dinner in a full bunny costume with the lights on, so people can literally see him from the street. Yeah. They're like, "Hey, kids, that's the Bunny Man Bridge." Oh, look in that house. This is a literal Bunny Man. Like, just sitting there eating dinner, and you can he see him from the, the street. A lot of people. <laughs> he's like got his hatchet. Right? He's cutting his food with the hatchet. Or he's like sitting there and he's just like eating dinner, watching TV or something. He hears you tapping, and then like he sort of looks over his shoulder and he's like, "Oh!" And like grabs his hatchet. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to eat you, boy!" <laughs> you better run. <laughs> He busted the window. Yeah. Bust right through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. He's, He's like, so old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's he, kill someone. He can literally bust an entire wall. He's like 95. Yeah. But he's not crazy. <laughs> How strong were you when you were like 30? He's like, I'm only getting stronger. <laughs> he's just got strong. <laughs> my insanity. Like, like killing makes me strong. It's my exercise. Yeah. I'm like, you kill so many people, it's like exercise. And not only is exercise, but it's so much exercise that you're like super ripped. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, my body's frail, but my mind. <laughs> His mind is sharp enough to... So wait, wait a minute. He was in a, matter, yeah. He was in a mental hospital like long before this, and his mind is that sharp? Yeah. So he's just like, he's kind of like um, Hannibal Lecter. Like he's like smart, but crazy. Yeah. Except he's like... Way, past yeah, like way more crazy. <laughs> he's so smart. He can't pass for normal. He tries. But he's so smart that um, it gives his 95-year-old body, like, unbeatable strength. So he's, like, just smart enough to know how like, how to flex just right to give, to be strong. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's like it mind even, over matter. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense, but that's just how smart he is. I guess it kind of... I mean, in, in a way, it definitely doesn't. Because, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we're, like, we're yet to the point... In real life, where someone can be so smart that they just figure out how to also be strong. Well, like that we know of. Th- yeah, yeah. I mean, but. obviously, like people, like if you're smart, you can figure out how to do the best workout and stuff, right. like to maximize the time you spend in the gym and whatnot. But like, no one is so smart that they can just like, like lift a, 
500 pounds because they just like figured out the perfect like, leverage or whatever you know, with their bare hands. Where like your feet don't touch the ground when you walk. <laughs> like, that's what the bunny man is. <laughs> he's that smart and crazy. It's not that he's like super like futuristic big brain or anything. It's yeah. just like he's actually that smart. His IQ level is that high that like he literally hovers above the ground. That's, that's why he was in the men's hospital because he could see everything. Yeah. He was like couldn't handle it, and he was all shaking his head and stuff. Like he was just this. He was a normal dude at one time, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably, probably never totally normal. Like you wouldn't. Maybe he was a normal kid. Well, I don't like, even think he was a normal kid. Maybe he went to somewhere like NASA or some big university or something. He's like, I need a job, and like recited like, I don't know, I don't know like the entire encyclopedia or something. So I can see how he was insulted when I said, "Do you want to work at McDonald's?" Like, yeah. I put you on my resume. He's like, I was like the I was the chief engineer in NASA. Well, but his, in his interview. Like to prove how smart he was, he terrible. did something like, uh, you know, to like like hit someone with a hatchet, pie to the ten thousandth degree, or like, it, like recited the entire encyclopedia from memory or something. They're uh-huh. like, he's going to a crazy far. Because <laughs> like smart. you can tell when it's like, yeah, 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 when there's like the certain line you don't yeah, cross. Yeah, you're gonna make the rest of us look bad. <laughs> <laughs> so they like they rejected him, and then because like I guess like. Because this is Northern Virginia we're talking about. So there's a lot of stuff there, like, where yeah. he could have, like, you know, let's say it was the Pentagon or something, because that's, like, thinking yeah, Northern Virginia. Exactly. Like, he went to the Pentagon, like, I'm going to need to, I'm going to make all kinds of crazy stuff for you. Like, I can make, like, even better nuclear weapons and stuff. And they're like, oh, that's awesome. You should do an interview. And then in an interview, like, he could, just couldn't contain it. Like, right. He showed how smart he was, and they were like, all right. Yeah. And they're like, let's get this. Like, we're, they actually got legit scared. Because if someone's, yeah. if you're, like, around someone who's smart enough, you probably would get legit scared. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if this ever happened to me, but like, if, cause they, if, like, let's say, let's just be in a pretend world where certain people are like ridiculous geniuses where you almost feel like they can just like see into your soul and stuff and like know like your future and everything. Then you probably right. would be scared. So that's how they yeah. felt about the bunny man. Yeah. And they're like, man, this guy, like they let him, they, they said, no, we can't help have you here. Cause they were scared of him. But then they're like, man, that dude is going places. They're like, we were scared yeah. and stuff, but he's probably going places. And the next thing you know, like he's like killing people next to a bridge. Well, they were probably like, bunny costume. cause he was in an interview and they're like, where do you see yourself in five years? And he's like, Leonard Bridge, dressed like a bunny, going people to action. Because <laughs> he's so smart, he knew yeah. the truth. Like, he knew where he would actually be. Yeah, and they're like, the guy's interviewing, like, I assume they have microphones <laughs> or something, they like, cover the microphones, and they're like, bro, that's what he's got. Say, <laughs> <Hey>, bro. <laughs> that sounds it's crazy. Self, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. That it's like a time loop, because yeah. if he hadn't said that, they probably would have been like, okay, you can work for us. Right. But because he said that, they rejected him, and right. then he went crazy, and then he ended up under the bridge killing people. We never went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, he's not crazy at all. He's yeah. perfectly sane. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing what needed to be done. <laughs> what, <are you> saying? <laughs> what needed to be done is like being in a funny costume killing people with a hatchet. When you're that smart, yeah. Like, <laughs> like we don't get it. How did he determine that that needed to be done? I don't know. It's like, this is just, the, like, it all leads to a, to a good conclusion. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, how do TVs work? It's a yeah. mystery to me. I don't understand the, the bunny man either. <laughs> but it all had, like, a logical outcome. Yeah. Like, in his mind. Well. I think that just makes him crazy, though. Like, no, oh, on our standards, yeah. 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 <laughs> so we just don't understand why it was necessary for him to do all that. Like we're just not smart enough to know why someone had to be the bunny man. Yeah. But you do but if he but to him it's okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think like someone who's even smarter though, like let's say it's like 
Professor X or something. Mm-hmm. But, well, I guess Professor X, he was more like psychic. Than, he was smart, but more like more of a psychic than smart. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of someone who's just crazy genius. <laughs> like, maybe not a real person, but like a comic book character. anyone that's smart. <laughs> smarter than the Bunny Man. <laughs> Bunny Man is like the top Except level. for, like, I'll bet the majority of people in Insane Asylums are just people that are that smart. Yeah, a lot of them probably are. Like, they like, strike so me the as... Other people who, or as, as smart as the Bunny Man, <laughs> the other people in the like all wrapped up in straight jackets and stuff. Or, or like, uh, like I'm thinking about Albert Einstein, but actually, like I was thinking about that movie Young Einstein because he yeah. seemed like super smart in that. <laughs> so, like, if he was like in the house of the Bunny Man, he'd have been like, "Don't you understand that there would have been a better way to do that than to kill all those people?" Like he's like, you know, and then he explains to him that there's pat, there's like nonviolent paths to do all kinds of stuff. Cause like, that's what Einstein was about. Like, he was not only smart, but like, I don't, I don't see Albert Einstein like under a bridge killing people with a hatchet. Yeah. But then the money, the bunny man would be like, listen, Yahoo serious. Like if you, um, you know, do you did the whole, like he used in young Einstein, he used uh-huh. equals MC squared to split the atom to make yeah. bubbles and beer. Yeah. So he would like do that and like break it down and all of a sudden like start explaining it and it's like some way with all these math things and everything that we would never get. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, um, yeah, like young Einstein's like, oh, and like, he's like, I see where you're coming from. And he starts sharpening a hatchet, <laughs> put on buddy ears. <laughs> it's just like explains why that's necessary. Yeah. In a way that like people like us would never understand. Right, right. So yeah, we don't get it. Like yeah. I don't even really get e, and e equals mc squared entirely. Like I kind of get the very basis of it, like the matter. You know, how do you ter- convert matter to energy and vice versa? But um, like I don't get, get it on like a deep level. So I guess I could see the bunny man being the same way. Like where I'm yeah. like, dude, like it's not really that's not cool at all to kill somebody with a hatchet. But then like if he started explaining to me, then I'd be like, okay, like. I see that this is <laughs> that this probably makes sense. That this would probably make sense to someone smarter than me, right? But at the same time, like you want to, like you still have to, like you have to defend, like even if the reason I don't approve of his methods is because I'm too dumb to, I still would, de- <laughs> I still would defend my position. I'd be like, no, I'm not just gonna let you kill people because I'm not smart enough to understand why you're doing it. Like yeah. I'd still be like, no, I'm trying. I'm calling the police. Yeah. And then when the police are super smart, no, just let them do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember at this point in the scenario, uh-huh. you tapped on his window. He busted through the wall of Kool-Aid Man's yeah. Now he's like hovering above the ground. Yeah, and then I'm on the phone with the police. Yeah. Because like that's what I would do immediately at that time. Right. Actually, you know what? Based on this conversation, because like I would be scared to even tap on anyone's window near the Bunny Man Bridge, assuming that there's a possibility that they're the Bunny Man. Yeah. Like because they might just live around there. I'd have nine one one like ready to go. Like yeah. I would actually have them on there. Like not just on speed dial. I'd literally call them. I'd call nine one one. They're like they'd be like, "Hello, nine one one. What's like, your emergency?" Then I tap on the window. Like nine one one's your emergency. Like I'm by the Bunny Bridge, and I'm dressed up like the Bunny Killer, <laughs> and I'm about to tap on the window and scare these people, and I need you guys. On Stand by in case it really is the bunny man killer. Because it looks like <laughs> it's like wearing a bunny costume. Yeah. At that point, I wouldn't even I tap. Think he's eating the person. I'd probably be like, you know, no, what? Never mind. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to tap on this guy's window. <laughs> it's probably not the best idea. Like he's really? 90 years old and looks like the bunny man. He's yeah. like curly, has a hatchet and bunny ears. I'm like, actually, you know what? Stay on the phone. I think I found the bunny man, like the real bunny man. That's yeah. what I tell him because he's like right there. And like, throw a rock through the window. <laughs> <laughs> So that's one example of an urban, urban legend. legend. Okay. Yeah, it's the Bunny Man. Um, any others you can think of? Um, yeah, I can Classic think of a, urban legend. I can think of a few. So a lot of them revolve around just like 
what we consider ghost stories or horror stories, but there's other like categories of urban legend. Like for example, the whole th- the thing like where if you eat watermelon seeds, like you grow a watermelon tree. Okay, so that'd be an urban legend. Yeah, thing. like just anything that just that the whole way that it became something that people talk about is through like word of mouth. Like right. basically, that's what makes it an urban legend. Or like I was it, the other day, like I was eating cherries, right, and spitting out the uh, pits, uh, seeds, whatever, and mm-hmm. then I was thinking about planting a cherry. Uh, tree and having that grow up. I was like, that'd be pretty awesome to have a cherry tree in your yard. Yeah. But then I was thinking about like landfills and stuff and how are landfills just not like filled with uh, lemon trees and cherry trees and like just. <laughs> That's a good look because you know they got the seeds there. All these, yeah, and watermelon plants. Yeah. Like all these things got thrown away. Yeah. I like, think it's probably partly because they put those tarps over them. Like I was actually, because I was driving past the landfill, like because there's one. Oh, so they do it in layers or something? Yeah, they do like a layer of like whatever trash. Then they put a tarp because I, I like I literally saw this very step. I wouldn't even like if this hadn't happened like three days ago. Like this literally happened when I was driving three days ago in Chesapeake. Uh-huh. Like I saw this happening. If it weren't for that, then I'd have been like, man, like that's a good point. But I think I know what. Like I, at least I know and I have some idea of why. Because they put the tarp over, I guess, really just to stabilize it. But that also probably prevents the trees from growing because like the, the one of the seeds might actually start turning into something. And then it's like, well, that's the ones that they turn into like parks or something or like yeah. mountains or whatever. But what about the ones that um, you see on TV where it's just like trash as far as you can see? <laughs> I wonder, I'll bet there are a lot of plants and stuff growing in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess you also need soil. Like if it's just literally in trash, like, you know, you've got it sitting in like sitting inside a soda can or like, yeah. you know, there's so much trash that it just has nowhere to take root. Like there's nothing, nothing around it, but like old empty bottles and soda cans and stuff. But um, really like if you were to put a layer of dirt over it, you would think that they would grow. Like, literally, you've got this huge pile of trash, like, just general mountain of trash. Some of this trash that on the surface of it is, like, you know, seeds of various kinds. Yeah. Then you put that layer of dirt there, then, yeah, you would expect stuff to grow. So that's a, Maybe they do. Maybe because they mow it all the time. Like, they just don't, they don't, they don't give it a chance. That's true. So maybe that's, like, why the bunny man does what he does, because he's, like, trying to stop them from, like, he's, like, if I kill enough people, I'll probably kill the dude who's been mowing over these cherry yeah. trees that are trying to grow, like, on this uh, landfill. And I'll make a cherry rainforest in North America. Yeah, that's his real, like, that's why he was trying to work it out. Like, that's what he told young Einstein. Yeah. He's, like, this is how cherry, because young. That's what it took to turn young Einstein into a killer. But actually, young Einstein, like, apple trees, like, if yeah. anyone out there who hasn't seen the movie, spoilers for the, <laughs> <laughs> there's a movie called Young Einstein. Yeah. It came out like in the I think in the late eighties, maybe early nineties. It's by this guy who was it was directed and written by a guy named Yahoo Sirius, who also played um young Einstein. Mm-hmm. And uh it's like a very fictionalized version of the life of Albert Einstein where he's actually from Tasmania and he's an apple farmer. So like if if I was the bunny man and I was to explain to uh, young Einstein like my motivations, I'd be like, you know, you, do you want more apple trees to grow? And he'd be like, Yeah, and I'd be like, Well he'd be like, Well, the more people you kill the more apple trees will grow for like whatever. I guess there's a lot of steps in between those two things. Like you'd probably have to explain all that through math and stuff. I think that's pretty pretty straightforward. So then, those two dots. Yeah. So then, like when the when people go to the bunny man bridge, they see Albert Einstein and this other dude, like yeah. both in bunny costumes, like trying to kill him with a hatchet. Uh, I, I guess we can probably pretty much rule out the possibility that that's true <laughs> because, like, that's I don't think that's ever been reported on. Yeah. Like, at no point was there a police report at any time that said, like, I saw two people, like, approach this car. One of them looked like Albert Einstein. And they was trying to kill me with a hatchet, and they were also wearing bunny suits. But have you looked through all the police reports? No, I had to go back. Uh, yeah, there could be some, there could be some stuff that I missed. 
Also, I think Albert Einstein was dead by that time. Like, I think he passed away in the 50s. Right. But he could have been, like, you know, that might not even be true. Like, there's all kinds of stuff. Like, that's another thing that urban legend gets into, urban legends get into. There's, like, kind of a gray area between that and, like, conspiracy theories. Like, that's this whole, I mean, that's a whole other can of worms that we could get, like, dive deep into at some point. Right. But um, but there is some overlap. Like, for example, like, did Albert Einstein really die, like, in, when he, they said he did? Or was he just so smart that he like kind of like you know you can use your intelligence to overcome like weaknesses and become mm-hmm. super strong, like he could have just like conquered death that way. Yeah, I think it's possible. Yeah, so he could be still among us. So, uh, well, I guess that answers my question because you talked about the watermelons growing in your uh, stomach. Um, not all urban legends uh, are designed to scare you. Yeah, right? no, they're um, some of them are just. Okay, well, here's a super good good example. Is like uh, some of them are like they they're basically just ghost stories. They mm-hmm. just got passed by word of mouth. That's what makes them urban legend. Other ones are just more just like random stuff that also got passed by word of mouth. Like a perfect example is like if you swing too high on the swing set, like you'll go over it and turn it inside out. Right. And that's um. I mean, obviously, it is scary. So I guess then technically that doesn't that doesn't fall into a different category because it is designed to scare you. Like it's designed to scare kids so they don't swing too high. Well, what's the difference in an urban legend and an old wives' tale? I think it's the same thing. The same much. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I remember that one being like a, like I'd being seriously scared of that. Like probably when I was, you know, in kindergarten, first grade, like going out on the swing set and trying to swing as high as you can, and the teacher or someone saying that like if you swing too high, you'll turn inside out. Uh, like I, I can see, kind of see <laughs> now. Teacher told you. <laughs> I, I think maybe. But now, like now in my adult life, I can understand why that even became a thing because, like, there are dangers to swinging too high. Like, you could yeah. fall off backwards and stuff. But the weird thing is, like, what I don't get is why don't they? Why didn't they, they ever explain it the right way? Like, you know, this is why you actually don't swing too high on a swing set. If you go up too high, like this, the chains will like loosen. Like they'll lose their uh, their right. tautness, and you could like sw- sw- slide out the back of it. Or, you know, there's all kind of stuff that could really actually go wrong. Like why, fall and break your neck and be yeah, paralyzed like, well, in a wheelchair for the rest Yeah, of like, why didn't they say that? Why yeah. were they like, if you swing too high, you'll turn inside out. Yeah. If you go over the top. So I, I remember, but the weird thing is, like, I actually passed that on, like, when my daughter was swinging. <laughs> like, I was like, you'll turn inside out. But then she got super, like, she looked at me, like, terrified. Like, she was on about to cry, like, because she, she seriously believed it. All right. And then I had to... um like I actually made up another explanation. Like I didn't just say, no, I just made that up. Like that's just BS. Like you're not really going to turn it inside out. I took it a step further and I was like, actually there's an inside out dimension. Like if you swing up, like if you swing up straight above, like until you get to the point where you're going like straight up above the swing set, then you like go into the inside out dimension where everything's inside out. Right. And that, that was like, that calmed her down slightly. What if you were like a kid and you're out there playing on the playground and stuff and like, you've got your back to the swing set and you're like doing whatever, no, 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 playing with sticks or something. And then, you hear like all these people start screaming and stuff and you <laughs> turn around and like you're like what's everyone screaming like right behind you there's like some you know kid size blobby pizza looking thing and it's like some kid who got turning he's like <laughs> and he got turned inside out and he's like coming right at you <laughs> believe it now he's coming toward me that'd yeah. be scary i'd rather see the bunny man than that yeah he's like running right at you and all his guts are just kind of kind of just going everywhere and oh like, i don't know what it would be like yeah like, we'd be, like turn inside out would be pretty gross yeah like i mean you would like be instantly dead like you wouldn't even it was like a friend of yours and he's like yeah it's true <laughs> He's like, don't too high. <laughs> he has the time to just tell me not, not to swing too high. 
Look at all the things he can say. Like he literally has like five seconds to live. He's yeah. not just like tell my mom I love her or anything of like that. He's like, it's true. You really because well, you guys always out. would laugh about like how like oh that's just stupid. Like you're not gonna turn inside out. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like obviously. <laughs> Like I, kind of, like I gathered that you could have told me like anything you wanted. You could have said like who you want to leave all your toys to. That's, but you told me something that's already clear. That's how he, that's how he spends his last five seconds. That's how you spend it. <laughs> Make it look stupid. I'm not trying I'm to not an idiot. I can see that's what happened. I try to turn him right side out. I'd be like, swing the other way. If I go back over the swing set, and then he gets double inside out. <laughs> Like turns more inside out. He's like inside out on a fire. Yeah. Like, something worse happens each time. I'm like, man, I hope you can hold on. Let me do it one more time. <laughs> Maybe if I swing it just right, and then I swing him again. He's like inside out on fire, and like he's also drowning. Like there's he splashes down. Like I see him. Like it looks like he went through an entire ocean. And he's and like, I like, don't do it again. And like, one more time, and he goes around and he comes back, and it's like. He's fine. Fourth time is a charm. <laughs> so that's what that's what you tell your teacher when she's like, "Don't speak too high. You'll go inside out." Be like, I'm like but, do that four times on a row, and you're good." <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just gonna swing around four times like the one dude did. I swing like, around four times like it. He's easy. like, it was still living hell for like two minutes. <laughs> like it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, there should be z- no one here should have any <laughs> desire to swing around the whole swing set, considering what just happened to me. Even though I'm fine. And I'd be like, nah, it's fine. I'll do it. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> I can do it. I want. <laughs> so I swing, inside, I swing four times and I'm even more inside out each time. Like it didn't get, didn't get any yeah. better. Because there was like no guarantee. Like there's obviously no guarantee. If, once you turn inside out, like there's no guarantee that of coming back from that. No matter how many more times you swing over the swing set. Yeah. So then you just end up like in Area 51 or something. <laughs> I'm inside yeah, out in Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are in Area 51 just chilling, like looking at their phones and stuff. And then they see this inside out kid just I mean, fall they, on the floor from nowhere. I mean, they come get you. <laughs> oh, like the men I, in black come get oh, you. I thought you meant that like the more times, if you swing around enough times, then you end up in Area 51. Like you swing yeah, around yeah. one time, you turn inside out. Swing yeah. around again, you're more inside out. Then you swing around the third time, you're in Area 51. Like you just warp there. Like that would be Maybe. weird. It'd be weird to them. Like it'd be kind of weird to me. I'm like, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm not only me inside out. I'm in Area 51. But it'd be super more weird to them, especially if it was the first time it happened. Like they're just yeah, they're probably they're like didn't believe your teacher, huh? <laughs> <You're> like what? <laughs> it's aliens. <laughs> they're like, <"Whoa." laughs> like in Area Fifty One, like I don't even see a single actual person because it's all full of aliens and yeah. crashed spaceships and stuff. So I'm just going. I just like bl- blink there in the blink of a mouth, and I I'm like ah, oh, turn my right side out, like thinking that maybe my teacher is nearby or something. And then I turn and look up, and I just see nothing but aliens. And you're like, can you help me? And they're like, yeah, get in this uh, read turn around or tube. <laughs> <He's speaking>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you like get in the tube that, you know, you're like, this tube like fixes people who've been turned inside out from swinging to high. And they're like, yeah. So you get in and like it closes and they just walk away. <laughs> it turns you more inside out. <laughs> <laughs> That's just where you live now. <laughs> he starts swinging around and like it keeps turning me more and more inside out. <laughs> it's like one of those, what is the centrifuge thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> like real goal was just to kill you faster. Yeah. Like we're gonna take you, like inside out to the next dimension. <laughs> inside out to infinity. Yeah, and beyond. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's not> like, 
<laughs> that doesn't sound like a good thing at all. I'd rather not. They're like, we want to see how powerful you become. <laughs> I don't think that's what's going to happen. We, we want to see how inside out something can get. <laughs> what's the most inside out anything can be? I think the first time. It's going to be you. <laughs> They're like, your country thanks you, and they turn the lights off. I'm like, wait. They're like, what? Wait for what? Wait, because you're turning inside out? Duh. Yeah. Like, we already knew that was happening. There's nothing for us to wait for. You're like, wait, they're like, what? You're like, will you let me go? They're like, oh. <laughs> no, we're seeing how inside out you can get. That's the whole point of this. We already told you that. Like, we <laughs> You want us to wait here and repeat ourselves? How many times do you need to hear it? I didn't realize there were that many levels of inside out. Yeah, there's lots of inside. There's like way more than you think. Like you don't even know the truth till you're in Area 51 getting turned out inside <laughs> out in the centrifuge after you went over the swings. So do you think? <laughs> so I'm like, man, that one kid, oh, he got lucky. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> so I'm going around. They're like, what? Who? They, they're like, yeah, there's we briefly. They're like, yeah, we briefly saw him here. He was fine. Yeah. And I'm like, am I going to be fine also? And they just shake their heads. <laughs> yeah, you're fine right now. They're like, fine. Like, you're going to be fine in our study of going inside out. <laughs> you're going to make a, you're going to make a fine super inside out dead kid. <laughs> that's fine to us. That's what we want. That's our goal. So that's to us. That's fine. Like nothing wrong with that. That's yeah, the whole there idea. Any chance I won't be dead. They're like, do you want to not be dead? <laughs> like being inside out makes you dead. <laughs> it's like, like, why are you even still alive? <laughs> being inside out makes you dead. I'm mean, gonna put that on t-shirt. <laughs> You're like, no doubt, but I'm still here. There's still a chance. They're like, no, no, it's. It's, you're going the wrong, you're going the opposite way from there still being a chance. It's like less and less of a chance. The more time you're getting turned inside out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the bunny man's keeping you alive. No, he's he's also there. He's with the, his uh, mental powers. Yeah, he's with like his intelligence. Yeah, he's just that smart. Like you didn't even have to be there or do anything. Yeah, like he literally had zero like physical involvement in this at all. But he's just he like just knows that's happening, and he just like. Sending out, sending out brainwaves. Yeah, he just like doesn't want you to die with his. He's so smart. <laughs> he's just like so. Then at that point, it becomes less smart and more like just be, like willing it, like being really determined. Or he's like sitting there. He's just like doing, you know, killing people. What they do, and <laughs> then wife, all of a sudden, he's like, <laughs> and his wife's like, "What are you doing, buddy?" Well, man? All of a sudden, he's like, ah, "Andy is inside out, and now he's at fifty one." <laughs> His wife's like, who's Andy? She's helping him kill people. Who's <laughs> the bunny lady? making their people dinner. And then, um, <laughs> he's like, he needs my help. He's like, he needs my intelligence and starts like doing math equations. <laughs> and somehow that saves you. <laughs> he's like, quick, give me the hardest math equation ever. <laughs> I'm, neighbor, I'm like, I just got to save with the bunny man. Bye, suckers. <laughs> And the other's like, damn it. And they're like, how'd you even know that that's what just happened? <laughs> and I'm like, I just guessed. You're like, inside out and run away. Who else could save my life in yeah. this situation but you the know, bunny man? Yeah, that's the weird part. <laughs> <laughs> How else could I have gotten out of this? The next day you come into school and everyone's like, Andy, you're like, whoa. The bunny man comes in and oh, you got I saved you? Because he didn't fix you. <laughs> he's, he just, he's, he's, he's kept me alive. Yeah, he's, he's intelligent. He's like, so you can't. He's die. like the 
the more like the longer this goes on the more the more i have to concentrate and he's also like i can no longer do this from the privacy and safety of my own house i have to be right here and he's like like he's putting his fingers beside his head and like staring right at me in the bunny costume with the hatchet and everything yeah and like they keep killing people (laughs) he's like oh i still gotta keep my quota up get my steps in but he's again he's not like he's not like fest x or something so he's not like you know, using his powers or something. He's like, just got to, got to keep thinking of like super smart. Straight things. Up that smart. He's got to keep being smarter and smarter. Yep. And I'm like, man, I, just, uh, I don't even know if this, I'm not, I don't know if this is going to work out, bunny man. <laughs> and he's like, just trust me, just trust me. And he like keeps killing people. And I'm like, man, I just like wish there was a way out. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could die. <laughs> but like I just wish that, like I'm like, but I kind of don't like I want to keep on living, but at the same time I don't want to be inside out, and I definitely don't want the bunny man in there like just killing people in the middle of this classroom. <laughs> so like, but I'm like, man, how do I normally get out of the situations? And I just jump out the window, like, and yeah. like start running, but I don't like get like two steps before like I would just like your body starts to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. So then I would like probably go back in because I'd be like, man, it's better. You jump than out, you're like, Shh, and you start to run. Your body's like literally in the jelly, and you're like, bloody man, save me! He's like, but why did you try to get away? <laughs> if you wanted me to save you, you should have stayed in the classroom. He's like, ah, he's getting too far away. Quick, throw me a math book. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps out there, starts like getting smarter. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like now you know why you gotta stay close to like, why you gotta stay near me and I'm like R- I really don't <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah so that's another urban legend yeah that's how they, that's how urban legends work so have you ever tried to start an urban legend or would you ever try to start an urban legend I would I have not but I would you have any ideas for one yeah I've got like, some ideas like what Um, I mean like there's a couple of ideas like urban legends that I kind of have tried to start over the years that didn't really go anywhere <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, yeah, like I guess the one is like I at least wanted to modify the inside out thing, like to where you actually go to the inside out dimension. Because mm-hmm. I think kids can stomach that a little better. Like it's kind of like maybe back in the day when like crazy stuff was normal. Like back when swing. Okay, so swing. When did swings first start? Probably like at least a hundred years ago. And back then, <laughs> people like at the beginning of time. <laughs> it's like it's the ever. simplest way. <laughs> like in the caveman days. Yeah. yeah, they probably did have rope swings and stuff. But back then, getting mauled by a bear was normal. Right. So if a parent said, like, you're going to get turned inside out if you swing too high, they'd probably be like, you know, that's better than getting mauled by a bear. Like, but <laughs> I don't think you understand <laughs> what I just said. <laughs> no, yeah, but a bear could turn me inside out. Yeah. So this is the least I would die having fun on the swing. <laughs> so then it's like, it's a little bit more palatable to the kids back then. Yeah. But now the kids get legit scared. Like, some kids will straight up cry. If you say this swing is going to turn you inside out, if you go too high. Yeah. So you have to, like, kind of, like, it has to be a little bit, made a little bit more, like, you have to sugarcoat it. So I think the new thing, like, the new urban legend I'm trying to start, instead of saying if you go too high, the swing will turn inside out, I'd be like, there's no internet out there. Because like, oh, they might be on their phone and stuff. And I'd be like, the Wi-Fi, like, it all, like, if, actually, if you go too high, like, you just your phone will, like, actually float out of your hands and, like, straight up into the clouds. Yeah. Like, that would be the new thing. And then they'd be like, man, that's, like, actually, they would try to see if that's true and stuff. They'd be like, yeah. like man, they'll just, I know he'll just get me a new phone. Like, he's not just going to let me not have a phone. So, like, then the next thing you know, like, they go out there and they're throwing their phone up. And then it actually happens. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like, that's super weird. Like, now we got to go up in the cloud dimension and, like, get your phone back. <laughs> the cloud dimension. They're like, you mean the sky? You're like, yeah. <laughs> I call it the cloud dimension. <laughs> like, when I'm on an airplane, I'm like, well, let's get, like, with the whole, like, I'm by myself. Like, I'm not with anyone I know on the airplane. Yeah. I'm on a business trip. 
and then everyone else is like telling their kids and stuff like okay hold on like we're gonna have the, we're getting ready to take off i'm like are y'all ready to go to the cloud dimension <laughs> are you ready to leave this stupid third dimension we live in and go to the cloud dimension like it's better than turning inside out <laughs> what <laughs> like you turn inside out only the bunny man can save you <laughs> And then the bunny man's on the plane. Yeah. He's like, that's right. How'd you get that hatchet on? And here? he's like sitting there like cleaning his teeth with it. And he's like, What? <laughs> he's the pilot. <laughs> he's like, watch this and crashes. He's like, Do you want a dumb pilot? <laughs> like or do you want me? He's like <laughs> <laughs> we just want a normal pilot. He's like, yeah, those the dumb ones. <laughs> like, relatively dumb. Yeah, they're like, but that's fine with us. Like, dumb, like, dumb pilots normally get to where they're going. Like, assuming that you by no, by dumb you mean regular pilots. Like, they know how to fly planes. I'd rather have that than the bunny man. And he's like, ah, I'm gonna kill everybody on this plane. <laughs> he's like, this is why I do what I do. <laughs> I'm like, y'all heard that. That's why he does what that bunny man does what he does. <laughs> like, I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> There's like, no bunny, bunny man. man. <laughs> They're like, what? He was like sitting there, like, sort of half looking out the window. They're like, hey, who wants to go to the cloud dimension? Would you rather be inside out? That's why the bunny man does what he does. <laughs> I'm like, talking right to the person that's sitting there in the seat with me. <laughs> like, leaning over, like, really close to the face. Yeah, shoulder to shoulder with them. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, um, can I switch seats? <laughs> I'm like, really don't you want me to turn you right side out if I have to? <laughs> like, I could call really it, I got the bunny man on speed dial. When you talk. <laughs> you don't want to go to Area 51, do you? That's where we're on the way to. <laughs> this, is, this is our destination. Yeah, I would definitely get off that plane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, <laughs> you just got off the plane because that's you that said all that. <laughs> No, I mean, oh, you mean them if it was them. If I was the person sitting next to you and you were just you were leading right in saying all that. <laughs> I thought you meant if you were the person that said all that. Then yeah. You're just like, bye. <laughs> Have fun. It's like in midair. Have a good trip. You're trying to open the door in midair. Yeah. You do open the door. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but if you have a parachute, they're like, man, that, was, that dude was something else. Dude, you know, um, have you you've seen Twilight Zone, the movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, the, yes. Uh, the part where, um, oh my gosh. The, the gremlin um, on the plane? Yeah, but what's that? Uh, you got John Lithgow? John Lithgow, yeah. thank you. Did you know that was a remake of one with um, Captain Kirk? Um, oh, yeah, that, yes. Um, actually, I, I I didn't like know that when we, like 10 seconds ago when you first started talking about that, uh-huh. I had completely forgotten. But now that you brought that up, I remember when I was a kid seeing the one with with um, William Shatner, right? William Shatner, yeah. yeah, that had con- that was a memory that I had completely lost till you just brought that back. It was funny because we were talking about opening the door because in that William Shatner one, like he's like leaning against the window of the plane and it like, like falls open, like really <laughs> like a screen door window. It's just like it just and then he's like hanging out, like oh, and people are trying to pull <laughs> That's him back. How in. He made planes like that. <laughs> it was like so cheesy of a window. As I was thinking of when you're when you said you would just like open the door and like walk out. <laughs> I mean, it was like a sweet, like he's almost like an urban legend, but I think he's a real dude with D.B. Cooper. Like, if you heard of him, he's this dude. Um, I think this was in the early 70s. Like, yeah. he, he hijacked a plane and like yeah. stole a bunch of money and then like parachuted out of it. Um, he's almost like a, at this point, he's, I wouldn't say urban legend because he was a, re- this was a real thing that happened, but he's like kind of gained that status where like they talk about him in rap songs and stuff. Like, I heard, like heard some, yeah, he's kind of gained that sort of like, 
I guess he has that street cred or what whatever. Was the movie. Oh, that's what Cocaine Bear was, right? Oh, was it? That's yeah. I think that was. Um, is that was when they drop a bunch of cocaine out of a plane and the bear gets it? Cocaine and bags of money and stuff. Oh, oh, so maybe it was loosely based on that. On that and I think that was, well, that's how the movie opens. And I uh-huh. uh, remember, I think that was D.B. Cooper. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what the whole Cocaine Bear movie was based on was that happening. Yeah, hmm. yeah that's another guy that, like, I guess there's, there's the tr- truth to it, but then there's also stories about, like, oh, uh, people have seen him and stuff, and he, like, he could still be alive. Like, cause there's, there's, it, he was never found after he jumped out. So right. uh, it's kind of like the Elvis kind of thing. Like, people could say that they've seen him and that kind of thing. So that can that definitely crosses into urban legend territory. So that's uh, that's various examples of that whole thing, though. Yeah. So do you think Elvis is still alive? Um, I think. Well, I'm not entirely convinced that he passed away when like the official like record of is of him passing away. Like I guess this was like in the late '70s when the the the, the official story. Yeah. Like I'm not convinced that that happened, but even if it even if it didn't happen that way. Like he could have passed away sometime between then and now, like, because um, he would be what, like, in his late eighties or something, if he was still alive. So he, he could still be out there. Was there a reason, other than people just didn't want to be dead? Was there? Would there be like a reason why? I don't. I don't think there was any like. Death? No, I don't think there was any like you know legitimate like, like someone who you know was really um, known for honesty and stuff like said that they that they would knew the true story and that right. he told them that he wanted to fake his death or nothing like that. Like no, like real uh, strong evidence of his survival. I think it was just more like something that built up over time. Uh, you know, that, that Elvis lived and, you know, it's kind of just something that built up or, uh, organically over time rather than there was like some a specific thing you can trace it to like a real hard piece of evidence or something. Yeah. But it's still possible. I mean, you know, it, the crazier things have happened. Like, some, you know, people do actually fake their deaths sometimes for various reasons. Yeah. Uh, like, it wouldn't be the strangest thing that's happened if Elvis, like, didn't actually die in the 70s and was uh, alive for decades longer or, or however long. And, I mean, various sightings, I guess that's one of the strongest pieces of evidence is, you know, kind of like with aliens. Um, I don't know if our listeners are aware, but, like, in recent years, there have been, like, just more and more... I guess, credible sightings of, you know, UFOs and stuff, like various, like, pilots, like Navy pilots, Air Force pilots and stuff, yeah. saying they've seen crazy things. And then people who are actually, like, involved in, like, Defense Department stuff saying that they saw crazy things. Um, I think over the years, similar things have happened with Elvis, where people who aren't known for, like, hoaxes and lying and stuff have just said, hey, I saw this dude that I'm 100% convinced this was Elvis. Like, he looked exactly like him, but just 10 years older, and this would right. happen, like... You know, so um, I think that's part of why the the story of Elvis still being alive built up over the years is just like these credible sightings. What about um, Biggie Smalls? Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if that's a thing. Like, do people even say he's still alive? Is that like yeah. a, a yeah, really? People say the Biggie and Tupac didn't really die. Uh, both of them. Um, I mean, it, I guess it, you just have to look at how credible the people are who, who are saying they saw him. What about Hitler? Uh, and I think he's, I'm pretty convinced that he didn't survive that. Cause even if he like, there's no way you, you escape that. Like people, people would probably, even if he shaved his mustache and was like, I'm just going to be like a regular dude and get out of here. Um, like this this German speaking guy that like clearly still looks like Hitler. It's not like, um, Hitler had like a full beard and all this stuff where if he shaved it off, he would have been unrecognizable. Right. Like he still would have looked like Hitler. Uh, so I don't, I don't see him escaping that. Like they were, they had the whole city. Like I think he died in Berlin. They had the whole city surrounded. Like he, I, I don't see him getting out. 
dude, this uh, last weekend, getting ready for the new Indiana Jones movie coming out of the Dial of Destiny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and my son watched a while, a little, a couple weeks ago, we watched Raiders of the Lost Ark mm-hmm. and then, with my dad. And then uh, we just watched um, this last weekend, we watched Last Crusade. Oh, yeah. Dude. Those two, like, uh, I remember you mentioning this um, fairly recently, like, the, the, in that original trilogy, The Temple of Doom is kind of the weak link, which I. Um, I mean, I would say that the Temple of Doom—that's a good movie. But the but yes, the Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last Crusade are awesome movies. Yeah. Like they they they're phenomenal. There's, I think the Temple of Doom has a lot of strong points, but it's just that whole dinner scene really just. I'm like, I don't even want to see this. <laughs> yeah. It just makes sense. yeah. It's like it's it's kind of like um, you know, there, there's a lot of examples of of movies like or trilogies or multiple movies like uh, they kind of did the same thing with um. The Hangover Part Two, where it just got kind of went to like a place that was a little darker than you want for like that yeah. for that feeling. Like the the second Indiana Jones kind of did the same thing. It's like you don't really have to get this dark and morbid and and you know gross and stuff. Like yeah. the so um but so yeah definitely the uh, Last Crusade and the Raiders of the Lost Ark are, are way yeah. up there. Is they're, they're some of the best ever. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely best movies of all time. I, I think I might be kind of alone. Um, in the in this, but I um, am actually a fan of the King Notes Crystal Skull. I have um, yet to see that. Oh, really? Yeah. So I guess I, I need to see people. it before the new one comes out. Huh? So it's, I don't really think it's relevant. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, there, yeah. There's, I'm sure there's some things that connect. You know, the the dots. Spoiler: They introduce um, Indiana Jones' son in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and then mm-hmm. in the Destiny Dial of Destiny, it sounds like um, his goddaughter, and they talk about his son and stuff. So it probably wouldn't hurt to see Crystal Skull before yeah. seeing the new one. Uh, it got a lot of hate for, um, you know, there's a couple scenes that really just ruined it for people, but I was like, huh. dude, I thought it was like a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'd be willing to give it a try. Like, I think we can speak for both of ourselves uh, as, like, the um, on this podcast, as, as, we, as we've as we let many of our listeners know, uh, we're fans of a lot of movies that some people have kind of dismissed as, as you know, you know, the movies that never really caught on or gained much of an audience. There's some, a lot of those are <laughs> yeah, among like, my favorites. Like Young Einstein starring Young Serious. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of which, <laughs> I mean, that's one of my favorites. That's in my top 10, Young Einstein. You got to check it out. Yeah, you might movie. not like it. But <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I freaking love it. Um, Garbage Pail Kids is another Garbage one that like, kids. Uh, I don't even know if I like. It's got it's a it's a great conversation starter. Yeah, I don't know if it's I would even consider it a good movie, but it's like I would watch it again. It's it's like um like an MST3K movie. It's one of those movies that are bad but still fun to watch. Yeah, and there's a lot of those. Um, I just finished watching Fubar, that new uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger um, show on Netflix. Oh yeah, you yeah, seen that? He's like, I've heard about it. Trying to retire from the CIA and. All this stuff keeps happening. It's, is it's it good? pretty show. Yeah, I mean, it's huh. you know, it's cheesy. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh-huh. but uh, he always um, says, oh, "What does he say?" He says something. It's like that's it. And that's all. Like that's like one of his. <laughs> he tries like they're trying to make that be his tagline or something. Uh-huh. And then finally, another character is like, "And dude, like stop." Saying that, like you made it up, you got it from Throw Mama from the Train. Oh yeah, and then I was <laughs> that's like, a good movie. "Yeah," I was like, "Oh snap, I love Throw Mama from the Train." <laughs> yeah, that's got um, like isn't it Danny DeVito, and Billy Crystal, yeah, and the yeah. lady from um, the, the Goonies, Goonies. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's a good movie. Um, I always love that scene when when she comes down for breakfast and um, because spoilers or explanations, if you've never seen Throw Mama from the Train, it's um a spinoff of a uh, Alfred Hitchcock movie. 
and it's these two guys who come up with a perfect crime where they're uh, they're supposed to kill each other's wives, but this you know, um, Danny DeVito says, "Hey, I'll kill your wife if you kill my mom," and then you know we'll do it and we'll both deny it. And there's no way that somehow you do it. It's the perfect crime. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, and yeah, his mom is a horrible person, and she comes down and she's. <laughs> He says, "Who's this?" <laughs> and they're eating dinner. And he says, uh, "He says this is my something like my cousin. It's not Owen because his name is Owen, but it's like you know, this is like my cousin Andy." And she's like, "You don't have a cousin Andy." And he takes this cast iron like frying pan and goes, "You lied to me," and hits him with that. <laughs> Dude, that was like one of the classic scenes. I love that. Yeah, I love that actress. Like she's she, she wasn't like I I don't think she really gained any traction until like later in life when she did like the Goonies and then yeah. that movie. I think maybe a couple of years later, but th- like those were some classic roles. I can just distinctly hear her because like she <laughs> actually did really well. Like that's a freaking good uh, impression. <laughs> but her uh, his name was Owen. She's just uh-huh. like I like in my head like I can hear her and she's you know she's like yelling I'm like Owen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen that, check it out. That that and freaking uh, Young Einstein. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we covered a couple of urban legends. I think so. I think we. I think that was a, a resounding success. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I guess we can say that. Okay. Um, well, cool guys. Thanks for joining us for another uh, great episode of the Turtle World Podcast. This has been the Urban Legends. Um, definitely a topic that we'll come back on because I think we maybe actually got through. Maybe three actual yeah, urban legends. Yeah, I think there's more. There's more material here. If we As usual, we jump got back a into bit it. Sidetracked, um, so we might, <laughs> which is fine. We might bring up the the topic of urban legends again. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, uh, Andy. Thanks. Uh, I had a good time. I did as well. And remember, listening to the Turtle World podcast is half the battle. The rest of your life is the other half. Peace out, people. Yeah. See you later.